Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey everybody, it's Catherine, and welcome back to the Sunday Soother. And guess what? If you're on the wait list for an introduction to intentional living, you can enroll in the course right now. Isn't that so exciting? The wait list is going to be open until like November 31st, and then it opens for enrollment for everybody on December 1st. And so why would you want to get on the wait list right now and get my emails about this? Because if you sign up from the wait list, you're going to get two free workshops. One is my tarot for goal setting workshop, which is going to be a really fun little workshop explaining how I use tarot in my goal setting, how you can start to use it. And it's going to have like, I think six or seven special goal setting spreads that I designed for you that you can begin to use. And the second workshop is going to be a live event called Integrating Your Inner Critic. And this is a ceremony slash workshop where anybody who purchases off the waitlist is going to be invited live to work with me um, through a process that I teach on well, like the name says, integrating your inner critic, getting in touch with that part of yourself and reclaiming it and showing it how it's safe now so you can stop using criticism as um, a protective mechanism, which is basically what's generally happening. That will also be recorded in case you can't attend live. So that's the reason you'd want to attend. You want to buy off the wait list if you want to. But if you want to wait, um, the course will be open to everybody on December first, and it will be open for the entire month of December, and we get started on January second. There are twelve weeks of modules of live classes. I'm going to create accountability groups for you all, so you're going to be paired, not paired, um, but matched with other small groups of people where you can touch in with them. And I'm going to give you a guide for how to create um, and continue your accountability groups going forward. So like the support doesn't end in the course, like you have these people who are going to be by your side for as long as you all decide to be together in support of going after your goals and your version of intentional living. The last tiny bit of... um, What is housekeeping? I hate that word. (laughs) You know, admin stuff, right? Um is that you can enroll for this course. Plus, you can also enroll at this time for my Introduction to Intentional Dating course and or my Secretly Ambitious Business course. You can enroll for all three. You can enroll with two of those. And you get a significant discount if you enroll now. $250 off of your enrollment if you enroll in two classes and $500 off if you enroll in all three. And there are payment plans available for each of those, right? So you can spread these payments over three or six months. Um, Yeah. And that's all I want to say about that. (laughs) Thank you for always bearing with like admin and housekeeping. Like I know that when you listen to podcasts, that's kind of sometimes my least favorite parts. And I don't blame you if you skip ahead, whatever, like totally understand that. But I really appreciate those who listen through because... It's how my business works, right? Like you do your self-promotion and you tell people the information and you tell them where to buy from you and all that kind of stuff. So I just appreciate you. Just wanted to say that. 
Okay, so in today's episode, which is the last podcast of Goal Month, um, I am going to be giving you an overview of a couple of concepts I'm teaching within an introduction to intentional living. And these are sort of my unique concepts and frameworks around um, goal setting. So I've said this before, and I'll say it again, the way we're taught how to goal set is kind of bonkers, and it doesn't work for a lot of people. And so I've created a special framework for how I think you can truly and authentically begin to go after your goals in a way and I don't necessarily say always feels easy, but like feels at least a little more aligned. Um, and I'm also, so I'm going to teach my five step process and give you a little bit of insight into that. And then I'm also going to explain three different kinds of goals that I see to help you identify which goals you're going after and kind of the best way to go after them. Um, so let's dive in. Okay. So one of the first things I'm going to be teaching in my um, introduction to intentional living course is my five-step goal-setting framework. Okay, so when we think about goals, what we think we need now is the goal and the process for getting there, like the how and the steps of how we're gonna get there. And I don't think, I think you need a different approach to your goals. Um, what I want to offer is that you need these five things and I'll say them right now and then I'll detail them a little bit more. You need mindset work and overcoming subconscious limiting beliefs. So you need belief, number one. Number two, you need safety. Number three, you need embodiment. Number four, you need a simple process. And number five, you need a growth mindset or perspective. So belief, safety, embodiment, a simple process, and a growth mindset. So what do each of those mean? So I'm going to tell you what I mean. I'm not going to kind of really explain them more deeply than that because this is the stuff that I do teach within my course, but I can give you a little bit of a picture. So one of the things we need in going after our goals is genuine belief that the attainment of these goals is possible for us at some point. Um, And I think that a lot of us think that we have Uh, we have this belief and subconsciously, we actually don't have it. So how do you begin to get belief around a goal? Well, one, you do a lot of what's called generally in the coaching sphere, mindset work. You do this and I teach this through a process called thought work and self-coaching. You get clear on what you're actually thinking about your goal. And if those thoughts are not supportive of attaining your goal eventually, you begin to cultivate new intentional thoughts that are supportive of you going after and eventually attaining this goal. You also have to uncover and then overcome subconscious limiting beliefs. So if there's a goal you've been thinking about for years and you you think you've tried it over and over again, it just doesn't seem to work out. In my opinion, that's not because like you don't have the skills or know-how there is some subconscious block that you that is in place that you may not have conscious aware of awareness of that is preventing you from the true achievement of that goal. And subconscious limiting beliefs are tricky because they're subconscious. And so 
I teach a process for working backwards and uncovering your subconscious limiting belief, and then how you can begin to shift it um, moving forward so that it becomes, you step into awareness around it, and then you begin to cultivate new beliefs and kind of unpack that limiting belief so you can move forward. So that's step one, that's belief. Step two you need in my my five-step goal achieving process um, framework, whatever you want to call it, is safety, okay? So the reality is, the going after of many of our goals just doesn't feel safe. Um, going after a goal can and does involve the very real possibility, maybe certainty of failure. Um, it can involve stuff like visibility or making ourselves vulnerable. Um, there can be risk in it. Maybe there's financial risk or emotional risk in going after your goal. And so if you don't feel at least kind of a baseline level of safety, it's going to be hard for you to go after that goal because your brain is basically uh, obsessed with keeping you alive and anything it reads as um, (laughs) going outside of like total pure safety, which is basically anything that involves change, it's going to like put on the brakes real hard for you. So you kind of get to get your brain and your nervous system on board by showing that you have true safety within yourself. And from there, you can begin to go after the goals in a little bit more of an aligned way. So how do you attain the safety? Um, I have two parts to this. You do nervous system work um, and you comfort and get in touch with your young, scared parts. So this is, I've you can always, this stuff is stuff you can do on your own too. If you decide not to enroll in the course, I have lots of resources. Like I have episodes on preventative nervous system care and inner child work. You can go back and do those, but get in touch with what feels threatening to your nervous system states and to your young parts about the goal. And then you figure out a plan of how to bring them back into safety so that they know that they'll be taken care of even while you're going after this goal. The third step that you need to have to achieve your goal, IMO, is embodiment. Um, I teach this from what you could call a be, do, have model. Most of us are trying to do or have our way into a thing. And instead, what I would recommend is starting from being. So if you're from the have, do, be model, This is somebody who would say, when I have enough time, money and support, then I'll do the things I've always wanted to do. And then I'll be happy and successful. The problem is I don't have yet. If I had what that other person had, I'd certainly be as successful as them, but I don't have it. So I'm not. So this approach is always waiting for externals to change before they can move ahead in life. You may also have the do have be model. And this approach would say, The more I do, the more I'll have. The more I'll have, the happier I'll be. The problem is the more I do, the more there is still to do and the more I have to do. So there's more there is to still have. (laughs) I am defined by what I do. So I become driven, busy, and tired. The more I have, the more there is to lose. So the harder I work. We all know that the link between having more things and being happier is a myth. So being happy never arrives. So what I teach is coming at it from the be, do, have model. So this approach says, it's not what do I need to have before I can start, or what work do I need to do, but who do I need to be? What kind of person would have access to the outcomes I want? 
then being that kind of person, what would I be doing? And from there, the having takes care of itself. So I teach an embodiment process and how you can become, begin to become the person who is being the person who already has your goal. And that helps you move into this be, do, have model. The fourth thing you need is a simple process. So you do need process, you do need like some hows around your goal, right? Like you can't just sit on your couch being with all your might a successful person, but you never leave that couch like the goals just happen. You need to be taking some inspired action in the world and doing it probably in somewhat of a sustainable way. I know that we've all been the person who's like taking the first few steps towards a goal and then stopped. And I think, I do think that if you address the belief, the safety and the embodiment, it's easier to do this process stuff, but you still do need a simple process. And this is where we over-focus on as a culture on goals. Um, we think the process is the answer to everything. Oh my God, I'm going to get this, this fancy Trello board. Oh my God, I'm going to get these new pens. Oh my God, I'm going to sign up for the software or the spreadsheet, right? Like, and that stuff, like, only really works if you have the other three things, the belief, the safety, and the embodiment. Um, but you do need a process. And what it what it is doesn't really matter. But like a simple process is one in which you can do it sustainably, do it regularly, um, and do it in a way that feels accessible to you, whatever that is. Finally, you need what um, is referred to as a growth mindset. So a growth mindset is the opposite of what's called a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset says there's no point in starting. I don't know how to do this. This will never work out. I could never learn to improve. I'm just going to quit. A growth mindset says, well, I don't know how to do this right now, but I'm willing to try. And then I'm willing to try again. And I bet I could learn a little bit. And then I might learn a little bit more. And I'm going to keep going because I'm really curious about this thing. And so when you can have a growth mindset, really you're unstoppable because in a growth mindset, there's no failure. There's only learning and data. Um, There's no need to already be good at a thing before you go after it because you understand the point is that you're not good at the thing, but you're willing to learn how to become good at the thing. And when you have this growth mindset, you're kind of unstoppable because nothing gets in your way, right? It's all opportunities from when you're looking at it at that perspective. So that's my five-step goal-setting framework. Belief, safety, embodiment, a simple process, and a growth mindset. And I'll be teaching each of those five like in very deep ways inside of the course. So next, I wanted to like define what I kind of see as um, three types of goals. Wow, and I'm realizing that my three types of goals note um, I like accidentally just deleted. <laughs> Getting the real behind the scenes into like the the magic that is this podcast, right? Um, So this, I just like this because it gives you a framework for thinking about your goals in a different way. And I'm talking about three kinds of goals. There's probably like a million kinds of goals, but I find these three the most helpful for categorization and understanding how to approach each of these goals. So The way I look at goals, there's these three main kinds. One, destination goals. This is something like you write a book, you run a marathon, you buy a home, whatever. AKA, when you do it, it is done. Like it's there on the horizon, you're working towards it, you get there and the journey to that goal is over, right? It is done. And you can like measurably and observably say it is done. 
Then there are process goals. And these are more like you don't necessarily have a destination, though you may, but it's more saying like, I'd like to go to the gym two times a week, or I'd like to write um, once for an hour a week, or I'd like to start journaling three times a week, or I'd like to start meditating five times a week, right? These are like process goals where you're in control of like how much, how often, and you're doing it for the sake of the process, right? You want to learn to meditate and like integrate meditation into your life. You want to go to the gym because you like want to bring a healthier, you know, aspect into your life or whatever. Um, And so that's what I call process goals. And then there are what I call embodiment goals. And these are ways of being like learn self-trust, become more compassionate, know myself better, become, um, you know, bolder and braver, right? And so these are, these are just ways of being, right? Like they're not destination goals, like they're one and done. They're not process goals because they don't necessarily involve a like two times a week, I will do X. Um, they're just ways of shifting your identity forward in a way that's important to you in the way that you want to consciously grow. And so I think all three are equally worthy. And at any given time, we're going to have a mix of these or we'll be more focused on one kind of these goals on the other, right? I do think as a society, we really overfocus on the ways and means of the first, the destination goal. And I think we try to bring the strategy of achieving destination goals to lots of other kinds of goals. So first, I would even just name like thinking of some goals you have right now. Do they feel like a destination goal, like a one and done, a process goal, like a sustainable habit you'd like to integrate into your life, or an embodiment goal, which is kind of a way of being. It's just nice to know because it kind of gives you a name for like what you're really working towards. Um, The thing is, if you have a destination goal, aka write a book, or an embodiment goal, aka become more self-compassionate, I do think that either of those goals will always involve a number two strategy of the process goal. So say you have a person who's who's trying to buy a home. Buying a home is a destination goal, but you may need to set up several processes in between the time when you don't have a home and the time you've moved into your home. Those may involve a process of setting aside X amount of money each month. You may need to go um, see home viewings four times a month. You may need to go on Zillow three times a week for an hour, et cetera, right? So your destination goal is always going to involve process as well. And then your embodiment goal, I, aka your identity shifting goal, your way of being goal, that also needs processes, but those processes are slightly less doing and more being and becoming. Um, how do you become more self-compassionate? You be a person who speaks kinder to themselves, and maybe you practice that three times a week. If you have an embodiment goal of knowing yourself better, how do you know yourself more? Um, Maybe you spend time journaling four times a week for 20 minutes, or you go on one alone uh, alone walk, (laughs) an alone walk, a silent alone walk, one hour a week, right? And so I want to name all of those because the kind of goal you're going after matters because you can't necessarily bring a strategy from one kind of goal to another. And naming the kind of goal will help you understand a little bit more around what you need in terms of the goal framework, like in terms of safety, um, embodiment and identity, a simple process, stuff like that. This goal setting stuff, 
it's no joke, right? Like there are complicated layers to all of these things. And it's also so much more doable than you've been taught. If you've been going after your goals and they feel like you're moving through sludge or you're having to like, well, one, you're self-sabotaging over and over again. Or two, you're kind of making progress, but it just feels like you have to drag yourself towards the progress all of the time. Then I would posit that you are missing one of the five steps you're missing or, or many of the five steps or all of the five steps. You're missing belief, you're missing safety, you're missing embodiment, you're missing a simple process, and you're missing a growth mindset. And so the idea is to identify which of those do you think is like your kind of number one missing around your goal? Is it safety? Is it belief? Do you not have a process in place? Like, are you kind of just like wishing this goal is like going to come into existence? Identify there and then start from there on working on that one step. Like, what do you need to believe more that you could achieve this goal? How can you ground your nervous system? Can you begin practicing nervous system um, preventative care so that you feel more settled around this goal? Um, Maybe you have a fixed mindset and that's where you beat yourself up quite hard and you think, what's the point? I shouldn't be doing this. I'll never learn how to do this. Whatever it is, take your time, right? And when you get all five of these things on board, you do still have to work (laughs) for your goals, but you're like, you're paddling downstream instead of upstream, right? Like the effort level is like you're being buoyed by the water and the wind, in a way where you're still you're still paddling, there's still effort, but it's much smoother. Instead of going upstream where you're just like, oh my God, like this is impossible. This takes all of my effort, right? So it's not that, you know, goals require effort and action no matter, no matter what, but it just feels a little more aligned and easier when you come at it from these angles that I've taught today. So that's all I have to share. I hope that was super useful. And thank you so much for being here for goal month. It's been really fun to talk about one of my favorite subjects and teach it in like my own unique way that I think, and I hope is really helpful to my particular audience. Um, you have all the capabilities in the world to go after your goals. You might just need a little tweak, a little support, a little coaching, just a little looking at it from a different angle. You may need somebody to teach you nervous system and embodiment, which like is not really considered in the goal setting world, right? And if you're curious, I might be that person. And I would love to have you join us in an introduction to intentional living. All the details are up on the link. The waitlist is there. Um, the course schedule will be out soon, but it starts January 2nd and goes for about 12 weeks. And it's just going to be a magical, magical time. Um, it's a great holiday gift for you. It's a great thing to do with a friend um, and a buddy, right? And You can do it alone because you're also going to meet people in the group. You're going to get lifetime access to my Slack. You're going to be placed in these accountability groups that could turn into friendships. So there's a lot of really good stuff. Um, I pour my heart and soul into this course, to all my courses, of course. Um, But this one was my first ever course. It's got a little special place in my heart. And I'm expanding it this year. And like some of the stuff that I'm teaching in it is super new. So really excited. Anyways. Love you guys. Thank you for being here for the goal setting um, process and goal setting month. And I hope you'll join me um, in the course or just in future podcasts. And I'll see you around. Have a good one. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. 
You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.